The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Love it with some passion. Yeah. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Keep stack. Got a honey who come with elite fashion. Yeah. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustle, you broke, well that seems tragic. That's tragic. Gotta catch in the fields like deep passes. Yeah. I tell her plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need, I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, Buffalo money need extra bills till I'm eating so much I gotta Need them extra bills. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Jay Spencer King. I got your boy Sterles for the girls kicking it with me today. My man Twan is going to be a little bit tardy like he does because, you know, we got to be reasonable or fashionably late up in this joint. What's going on with your Sterles? Man, you know what? It's always good to be in the house with you, dog. You you one of my best friends, man. And uh, we got all kinds of shit to talk about today. <laughs> you ain't got to lie to kick it. You ain't got to lie to kick it. You know what I'm saying? Are we you best gotta, friends? <laughs> you ain't got to lie to kick it, dog. <laughs> But what's good with you, man? It's um, it's been a lot happening, a whole lot happening that we can get in here and talk crazy about. Yeah, but you know, off topic. So I'll, you're Uh-oh. you're a gamer, okay? Uh-oh. Okay. I bought a PS3. I told you I bought a PS3. Yeah. And I've yeah. been playing some uh, NCAA lately, dog. And it's the recruiting classes. It's just fun, bro. It's just fun. I I just can't. I just. I can't dedicate to a PS3. Like I barely play my PS4 and I'm like, yo, I want a PS5. Like I literally just got done saying that. <laughs> and it's like, I don't play my PS4 and I'm so yeah, I can't, I can't even see myself dedicating to, but NCAA, like I'm going to tell you, they need to, EA, EA sports needs to figure that out and get it back on. ASAP. Yeah, facts. ASAP. It, it's just good. It's good like that. So let's see who we got in the comments real quick. It's early. So I know we starting off a little slow, but my man, Richard Rush is in here. Like always, Shout out to my man Daryl Domes. He's always around as well. Sarah's in the building. D Domes. Hey. Daryl Domes. Them Lakers. We'll talk about them Lakers real quick. Hey, hey. I mean, I'm mad at them, but we could talk about them. You know how, what I'm saying? How you mad at them? Cuz, dog, I had a parlay in last night, man. I was trying to make some bread on them boys. And like, first of all, D'Angelo Russell, you just gonna disappear. Like you, you just I know we had, I think he had like seven assists. But come on, dog. I, I need a like you know what I mean. 
I need something more than two points. That's what I need. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> one of the one of the best that I had was like I think Bron with basically they both got a double double. Like you know, Bron did his part as always, for but sure. you know. And then another one that I had it was like five assists for him with like ten points. You can't even get ten points, dog. Like like you can't get a layup a quarter and then two free throws somewhere else. Like come on, man. Yeah. Hey, but but you know your boy AD fouling, making that foul in the corner toward the end of the game. I'm just Silly. like, and then he goes say he had a brain fart. I'm like, man, you cannot have a mental <laughs> lapse like that, bro. Uh, it was rough, but hey, the Lakers, man, you know they they turned it around, man. It was uh, it was it was rough for a while, but you know since the All Star break, making them trades, it's it's been good to be a Lakers fan for you. I mean, it's good, but it's not good. I, like, because I'm a t- so. You you get like I'm wearing a Kobe jersey, you know what I'm saying? And like obviously we had some dark years as well when Kobe played. Like after Shaq, before we before we got back on the championship talk, we had a couple years where even Kobe was like, "Yo, dog, I want to trade," you know what I mean? So, but like I'm just not used to this level of play from the Lakers, man. Like, and then you got Brian, you got AD, and yet we still like we started the season off. I think we started off two and ten, you know what I mean? Like it, they just it's like they want us to stress out all year. And it's like, why don't why don't you just win? Get to the playoffs, make me feel good about it, and just I, I don't know. It's just the teams that I fall in love with, though, because it's like that with the Bills. It's like that, you know, with the Lakers now. At least the Lakers got the championships. The boys. That's what I was gonna say. They got a history yeah. of getting the, the chip, yeah. but uh, unlike our Bills, yet we ain't we ain't sniffing it yet. But just one before I die, Sterles. That's all I need. Just one before I die. Me too. I'm good. You get hey. Take me after right at, at Super Bowl night. If you want to take me home, I'm good with that. I, I don't even want to talk about the Bills in the Super Bowl right now. Let's um <laughs> get the let's talk, but let's talk about the playing game though. I know this is a football show. Everybody want to hear about football. We're gonna get to fo- it's a lot going on around the NFL. But the playing, I feel like I feel like the NFL should try and say, I know they tried to in a way with super wildcard weekend by adding another team and all that stuff. But I feel like the play in tournament has added like a level of excitement to the NBA that for the, you know, just in the past we haven't had, it was like, okay, the teams make the playoffs, make the playoffs. It is what it is. A seed is probably trash. Seven seed, probably trash. You're not going to win, but it creates some excitement, like to see the seven, the, the six and the seven and the seven and eight or, you know, whatever teams play, it creates that excitement. Like last night, it was it was tense for the Lakers, yeah. like when all that stuff happened. And I just think if the NFL were to work something out like that or even I, I mentioned not too long ago, um, we had a conversation. I was saying that I would even um, feel like instead of just awarding the number one overall pick to the worst team, let's set it up to where the, the, the first the, the worst and the second worst team play for the rights to that pick. I get people under contract, so that gets sticky where you're having certain things where it's like, well, I'm about to be a free agent. I don't care what this team – but it, it's under contract. You know what I'm saying? So, like, figure it out in whatever language you have to do it. But I think it would make just so much more sense if there was a, a, a added layer of competition for, for these things that it's kind, almost kind of just been a given. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it comes to, like, you know, being traditional, right, and then being – current or just adding nuances to the game like major league baseball for instance it, it, they're just now making changes to make it more competitive and, mm-hmm. and make the game shorter but the nba I, I didn't like it at first i'll be honest man it just seemed corny right but man like 
you know, we see regular season where guys really don't, they just kind of coast through regular season because it's a long season. Mm-hmm. But these playing games, man, you got to bring it or you're going home. So I love it. I, I actually love it now, man. It, it's the NBA. They are the poster child for how to do the league the right way. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun to watch. Daryl, he says the same thing, though. He don't like the playing either. You know, like it gives the participation award, participation trophy type feel. And, you know, and I, I, I get that. But I, I guess for me, I'm just greedy when it comes to football, especially like I I, I miss football. Like, I think yeah. I don't I don't think I miss human people like i don't think i miss my moms as much as i miss the nfl season right now if if somebody y'all better not send this to my damn mother if i said that like she don't need to hear that but i don't think i miss anybody as much as i miss the nfl season like sundays just don't feel the same thursday nights don't feel the same monday nights don't feel the same so for me i'm not saying um because like daryl said you don't give trash teams another chance you're right I'm not saying for the NFL, give them a chance to make the playoffs. I'm saying take the two worst teams and say, this is how you get the first round pick or the first overall pick, the second overall pick. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I like it for the NBA. I like it for the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool for the NFL to those teams, you know, those losing teams to compete for the first overall pick. I think it'd be uh, I think it'd be cool, man. I think it's something they ain't going to do it, but I think it's something they should explore. Because, I mean, you're who are, you know, you're the Texans and and who else? I mean, the Panthers, they're going to play a game or the Bears or whatever. I mean, and, next year it's going to be the Cardinals, but go ahead. Yeah, the Cardinals. They're going to need a quarterback. <laughs> but uh, I feel like it might even be the Panthers. Shout out to Desiree. I don't know if she's watching that. But, like, uh, the, the Panthers, I don't know what they're doing. A month ago, I was actually excited about the Panthers. I was like, oh, they – figuring some things out they, they then you trade i get it you got a you got a ton you, you got a you moved up quite a bit in the draft to get the guy you want but you 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 send away your best receiver so really whatever wide receiver whatever quarterback you do draft in the first round who's is going to who's going to be his go tie his go to guy you don't like you don't cripple a right. rookie by taking away a stud like DJ Moore you just don't do it um and I get a lot of people are down on Chicago in a way, but like, yo, they just did without the draft picks. I feel like they upgraded their team enough to show that they support their quarterback. Now you have all of these draft picks. They could draft another receiver, a tight end, offensive lineman. Like it's so much that they could do just to continue to get better. And I feel like the the, the Panthers, I get it. If you don't have that one position, you don't have that position. And it, it is hard to win if you don't have it. But I'm telling you, like, I just feel like a lot of times these teams will will gut their future for yeah. like for a, a unknown. It ain't even like because most of these quarterbacks that come out to draft, you don't know that they're going to be successful, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just right. don't know. People people thought Baker Mayfield was going to be that dude. Yeah. Josh Rosen. You know what I'm saying? Like Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, these dudes. And, and then Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are the two most successful. I, I just right. I don't know. I, I don't think trading away your your future uh for a shot at one player who might may or may not work out. I don't I just don't think it's is right. So uh, just the way that the way that the Panthers are working it, man. I wish Swan was on here for this so I could I could dog his cause you know he loved the Panthers. He's from Carolina, so um all these J. Cole fans and stuff like that. But actually, no, he's a Cole hater. He he thinks Lamar is over J. Cole. But 
Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have to talk about that, man. But the Panthers, they've had three, at least three seasons to to draft a quarterback uh, in the first round, and they they decided to upgrade their defense and make these other moves that really don't make sense. You know, I've said for a long time, if if you don't have a quarterback, your roster is incomplete. It doesn't matter what you have at other positions, right? And so it's like you're mismanaging the assets and, you know, you're not taking advantage of being trash, right? You should capitalize on being trash. Uh, and now you're in a position where I like these two quarterbacks that they they have an option to pick. You know, I don't know which one. I probably side with Bryce Young today, but it could change next week to C.J. Stroud. I think they're both good quarterbacks, but right. He's going to come in and he ain't going to have nothing to throw. You got a quarterback, but who is he going to throw the ball to now? Nobody. Nobody. That's the, and that's the point. You know what I mean? Like you got a bunch of me's out there running to catch passes and it's just not going to, it's not going to spell success for the rookie. Uh, my man, Matt in the comments said, what if you're, now this is going back to what I suggested earlier about the teams possibly, or the NFL possibly saying like, Hey, the two bottom teams, y'all do the, you know, I don't want to call it a play in game, but you know, you, you play, you compete for the first overall pick. Matt says, what if your two lowest were one in 15 and then the other was four and 12, the one in 15, team for sure deserves the top pick i i would debate that by saying if you're one of 15 you don't deserve much of anything like you don't even deserve to sell tickets but i would say the two lowest team regardless of what that gap is on the record if you if you're the two worst teams in the nfl you know i just think those two teams should should play for again this is all just a hypothetical scenario it ain't like the nfl is listening to what i'm saying but um but i i just i want more football i want give me less give me less preseason and more meaningful football. Yeah, I signed up for that. You know what I mean? So, but I, I get what you're saying, Matt, and, and it makes perfect sense. Like, you, you don't want to think, like, say it, it rarely happens, but say the, the second worst team has got six wins. You know, you're right. You don't want a, the six win team to go up against the one in 15 team or one in 16 team and just fit. But I don't know. I just want more meaningful football, man. I, I get tired of it ending so quickly. I feel, I feel like the season it starts and then it, it you know, like it's just, it's right. gone. It's just gone. I hate it. Yeah, now they talk, you know, there are whispers of the of them having more games throughout the week, which I don't I don't know if I agree with that, like having multiple Thursday night football games because Thursday night football is trash. But it, they definitely define the happy medium to where they're playing meaningful games that actually matter, right? Um, you know, the season, I don't like preseason. I, I, honestly, give me one preseason mm-hmm. game. I'd be cool with that. Two maybe. Two maybe. But yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see more football and, and sooner, right? Can, can we kick it back a month? That'd be great too. Papa Ron wants to know what what do you think about staggering the NFL in the, in the NCAA season? Ah, uh, man, I don't know, man. Because if if we didn't have the NFL draft, I'd be cool with that. But the fact that there's so much that goes on between that staggering them to me would would seem uh, a little unfair to the college kids that, that play the game man well you know me i'm not big of a college fan so i'm i'm like yeah stagger that shit like let's get it out to it because <laughs> i should for me i don't i don't watch it much this year i, I got my word i'm gonna really try to get into it i'm gonna watch colorado for my man dion and then you know i'm gonna I'm try to you know i'm, I'm gonna try to get into to it a little bit more but i just i, I can't do it Daryl says, after the way the Bills season ended, I don't want no more football at this point. That might change by the start of the season, though. Let me ask you this, because talking about the Bills, sorry, my dog is kicking my lights, man. I'm a... Okay, let me ask you this. So the Buffalo Bills today 
they hosted and who was because now I can't even remember it because I, I I was when I tell you when I was flabbergasted by this, bro. Why why are we hosting Latavius Murray on a free agent visit? Please tell me like a, a reason that makes it. I know what Twitter says. I know that there's some content creators that are like, we need Latavius Murray type back. I get it. I get I get it. Realistically, though, like all BS aside, why, why are we why are we hosting Latavius Murray? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> when I saw that, man, I, you know, I, I look at that and I, and there's no reason why. I'm sorry, but you, you, you got Damian Harris. We, we need Latavius Murray for like, it just Ooh. don't make sense to me. Right. So are you banking on the fact that, okay, well, you know, Damian Harris might get hurt and Latavius Murray is going to be, I think, Latavius Murray could be a little bit better than Damian Harris. I mean, in some ways, and running style is a little bit different. Latavius Murray is way bigger, but at the same time, I mean, like, just not don't sign anybody else and just go to the dang draft and let's just get this thing on. Like, I don't understand why you're bringing in a running back of all positions. I feel like they got enough running backs. It just feels like the Bills of old. Like when they had Willis McGahee, then Travis Henry, and then that, you know, later on they had, uh, you know, Beast Mode and CJ Spiller and Fred Jackson. I'm like, dude, like, what are we doing? We, we don't need all this. Sarah texted me this earlier. Now she's putting in a comment. So she really believes in this stuff. 6'3, 230 pounds. We have 23 roster spots available going into camp. I get that. And I understand that. Like, you got to go into it. You have to fill the roster out for preseason. You got a big cut down day. I get it. But Sarah, you you get exactly what I mean when I'm saying why are we right. entertaining Latavius Murray? I don't mean don't fill the roster out, and she's right. So just so everybody knows, I don't know if everybody's aware of how like the top 51 contracts work and how the salary cap works and all of that stuff. But it's good information. Sarah is is very um, she's very well versed when having these discussions about like the salary cap and all this other stuff. But I'm I mean. Just, just no. I just don't see a. I don't see a real reason that we would need to have a visit from Latavius Murray at this point. I just, yeah, I, you got to send him to a vet minimum deal, and then why don't you just go get an undrafted uh, free agent running back if you're going to do that? A guy that that an unknown that you can hope that pops right. That, I, I like that idea better than bringing in Latavius Murray. So unless they know something that we don't, I don't know. I mean, I doubt they do. I mean, they're an NFL team. They they got their scouts. But <laughs> they, don't I just <laughs> they don't know. And I'm going to tell you, because from the last couple of years, and I know you and I have had certain conversations where I've been a little critical of, of Bean over the last couple of months. But it's like, it's not even, it, I guess I'm just, I'm just becoming more and more turned off as the years start right, to stack right, right. for this regime. You know, as much as I love Brandon, as much as I love Sean, you know, I love the team. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's just like I, I, in the chat, I, I don't even, it probably won't show in here, but in the chat I sent it and I was like, this is Brandon Bean announcing uh, the same roster that he puts out every year. And it's just a dude with his, it's the same shirt. Like every year, you're just going to keep rolling out the same squad. You're going to keep rolling out the same squad. This year is minus Tremaine. Oh, we added Damian Harris instead of Devin Singletary. Okay. Like when, when you when you talk about the differences between the two, there's things that they do differently. But in either direction, is it something does either one bring something to the table that makes you say, we said. 
No, and I think that's I think that's the frustration. I mean, you talk about getting the band back together, boy. They really they really put the emphasis on getting the band back together, and it's kind of uh, it's not sickening, but it really does. Like, I don't think I've gone through a free agency period where I just haven't been excited about what they're doing. Right? Like, it's just like, man, whatever. Like, you're going to get these retread offensive linemen. Like, Connor McGovern is. Okay, maybe like you know what I'm saying. Like, huh? Outside of that, we get we we getting excited about Deontay Hardy. No, uh, bringing back Jordan Porter was a, a positive, but I mean, it just it's just run it back, <laughs> just run it back. It be it's they act like they they're a dynasty, like they've won multiple Super Bowls and they're bringing their guys back. But Man, like, bro. we ain't this even there not- yet. This, this is not it. the 90s Bulls. This is not the 90s Bulls where it's like, you know, and I get where Jordan and Pippen were coming from. Well, until we lose, you know, you can't really knock us off. You got to give us a chance to run it back. I get that. Listen, we done lost, bro. Like, we done lost against the Bengals. We done lost against right. the Chiefs a couple times. You know what I mean? Like, so we've we've had these trials with this squad. And I'm not, I've been the biggest cheerleader as far as bringing all pro pole back, bringing Tremaine Emmons back. Don't get me, don't get what I'm saying to, to twist up the things that I've been asking for. Yeah, but okay, we didn't bring Tremaine back, right? The money that we were going to allocate to Tremaine, where did that go? They was going to figure out some type of uh, cap space gymnastics to bring Tremaine back, right? Right. Why haven't we make the trade for D Hop? Make the do something. I don't. I, not D-Hop, I don't know. Figure out something, trade a player with a draft pick to get Jerry Judy. You don't want to get Jerry Judy? Go ahead and get the – I'm just saying there's something that you can do that can move the needle on offense for this team. And as of right now, I just don't feel like they're even trying to move the needle. They're just giving us things to pacify us. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. I, I like I like Damian Harris as a, as another option to James right. Cook. But it's, it's not – McGovern, oh, I, I like this guy as a – as a pass blocker, but his run blocking grade is, is horrendous. You're it's nothing that you're not doing anything that may, now you go and look at the Bengals and they sign a all pro type talent for their left tackle to protect Joe Burrow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're right. looking at other teams that are contenders trying to catch up to the chiefs and you see the moves that they're making. Why? I get it. We're getting back, Micah. We're getting back, you know, Vaughn, we're getting back. I, I get it, but come on, man. We got it. We something, something. Yeah, you see, you see. It feels like other teams are, are getting better at key positions, right? And the Bills are just staying put. You know, um, you know. I know it's kind of a, a a little evaluation dead period right before the draft, and you know, let's let's not forget that the Eagles made significant moves after the draft uh, to make their team better. They're starting on draft day with AJ Brown and they, they went on and got uh, Bradbury and, and, and four other players, uh, you know, even towards the summer, which was incredible, took them to a, a Super Bowl. But I just don't see the Bills doing that, to be honest. Um, and it's boring. It's boring. Like, I need something buzzy. Like, I need something good. You know, they're, they're, they're talking about, you know, rumors and reports coming out that they might be trading up in the top, you know, in the first round to get an offensive skill player. And it's like, I'm at the place now where I don't have much confidence that they're going to do the right thing. You know what I'm and saying? And I don't even know if I feel like that's the right thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, But if they did, what 
are they going to pick the right player? You know what I'm saying? If they were to move up that far. I mean, as a team, what player – so from your perspective, what player is even worth it to move up and grab? Well, I'd say go get Jackson Smith and Jigba. If you're going to move up, go get him. Uh, outside of that, really the only thing you're looking at is, is offensive tackle. You know, if, if there's a tackle, Darnell Wright or, or you you know, or Peter Skronsky at, at offensive guard if you wanted to go do that. But, I mean, you need to go – if you're going to trade up, go get a weapon for Josh Allen. If not, and that's man, what I was going to say. If it's not a receiver – trade back. Yeah. If it's not a receiver and, and like, the top receiver in the draft – I don't want to hear about it. Like, I, I don't want to hear about it. And then I also uh, don't want to hear about my man Ron and Sarah in the comments sitting here making excuses, talking about the Bengals aren't paying Burrow yet. I don't want to hear it. Like, I, under, I, I get how the cat works. We just got done not paying Josh. I don't want to hear about these, these excuses. The Buffalo Bills can figure – Odell Beckham Jr. just signed for, what, $18 million a year? Yeah. He just signed a deal for $18 million. The Buffalo Bills entertained him, meaning they would have signed him if they could have, like, if, if he decided to come here. They were going to find that money for him. I don't, I don't care. They're going to figure out how to get the players that they want to have. It's what they prioritize. It's who they prioritize. We brought him in here knowing we didn't have money because we, we paid Josh. They right. took the dude out, went to a Sabres game, took him to Bar Bill, did all the type of stuff in Buffalo that you do. Right. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So, so you're saying, okay, he's on a rookie. I don't care. I don't care. You have to do things to protect your quarterback and, and doing that is a getting them a weapon, a getting them offensive lineman or B getting them offensive lineman. Right. So, so I'm, I'm sorry, but in the comments, all these little, all these little uh, excuses, you know, and, and now they arguing and, and who they are, who they arguing with Daryl arguing. Okay. We'll move from it. <laughs> we'll move from it. <laughs> But they're, they're, he's saying there's no excuses as facts. They didn't sign him because they weren't going to pass that. I don't, I don't know. They didn't sign him because a he wasn't ready. But then b this isn't where he wanted to sign. Like don't overread into things. Like it, it he, Odell Beckham Jr. is the type of dude that actually comes out and tells you what's going on. Like when he's silent, media makes stuff up. Let's not be the type of media that makes stuff up. Listen to what these players are telling you. He wanted to go where he went. 
he's hoping, and I'm, I have a strong feeling, like I said earlier in the months, that Lamar Jackson was going to end up back in Baltimore. So let, we, can, we can actually, because this was one of the topics that we were going to tackle anyway. Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Baltimore Ravens. He and Lamar Jackson party the night of, like it's a big deal for the both of them. Lamar Jackson's contract is still up in limbo. Guess what? They're going to have to pay Lamar Jackson. They just paid their middle linebacker. They just paid OBJ some money that they they don't have the, the money. But guess what? They're going to figure it out because of the type of team that they want to put together. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills wanted to keep Tremaine Edmonds. They were going to pay Tremaine Edmonds had they come to an agreement. Would it have been the 17 or 16 that he's making? No, I think the Bills were more comfortable around that 14 and a half mark. But that's $14 million that they were going to figure out how they were going to figure out how they could sacrifice that money to keep this team together. He's gone. Figure out the figure out, figure it out. But uh, go ahead. I asked you about OBJ. What was your- yeah. And look, for the Ravens, it's a good move. Uh, you know, OBJ is a, the kind of guy, he, he moves the needle a bit. Um, you know, they got Rashad Bateman, Duvernay in the slot. You know, OBJ gets to 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 be him. He gets to to you know be around young wide receivers, and hopefully he he tries to make them better. But uh, just what he is to Lamar Jackson, I mean, you know, we got to keep in mind that Mark Andrews got the market share of the targets in that offense, right? And so mm-hmm. you know, Mark Andrews still going to be uh, you know someone who's going to have to be double teamed. Uh, I think it's going to open up some spacing for uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I think it's a good signing. I still think they need more. They need more. Uh, you know, I think they've gone too long without getting Lamar Jackson the weapons that he needs. And they, and everybody needs to stop with this. He can't throw the ball BS. I'm tired of hearing it. Lamar Jackson yeah. is just as good a quarterback as a lot of the people that are in this league. I think he's a top 10 quarterback, but they still need more weapons. But getting OBJ is a big deal. And, I, and I'm sure that's their move to say, hey, Lamar, like, we really want to mend the fence. We want to want to work these things out. Uh, you just got to show the man the money. If you show him the money. He's good. He, he's happy to be a Raven. But the problem is they're, they're, they're not showing him the love that he thinks he deserves. And I, and I get it. I still don't understand what the heck the, the Ravens are doing, though. <laughs> like, I just don't get. So you go through this whole soap opera thing with Lamar Jackson only to bring in the receiver that he actually wanted. So, so now what's the deal? That's the question. You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the deal? I I just I don't get what they're doing. And I don't get why we still have to defend Lamar Jackson after an MVP and after a Heisman and after everything that we've seen from him. He's one of the most electrifying players in the game. It shouldn't even be a reason to have to defend this dude anymore. Yeah, it's it's all it's bias. You know, people people have in these narratives, man, like they do this. They don't. Similarly, they do things like this to Josh Allen, but. You know, he has a little bit more clout, you know, or, or but they, they just want to create narratives, man. And uh, Lamar Jackson is 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 dope. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is really good. And and it just makes me and I wish Twan was here because, you know, we talk about this. But if you're the Jets, why didn't you try to go after Lamar Jackson? It just doesn't make sense to me. If you're it's the Panthers, go, why aren't you going after L- Lamar Jackson if you're the Panthers? It, like it just. I don't get it, man. I don't. Some of these NFL teams and, and, and what they think behind closed doors, you know, I would love to be a, a fly on the wall in uh, some of these organizations to understand what the hell they're doing. But, you know, the Ravens, man, they, they got to do better. They It's their man. fault. 
Well, see, to me, if I'm if I obviously if I'm not the Ravens, if I'm 22 other NFL teams other than the Ravens, I'm calling to figure out what it takes to get Lamar Jackson. Everybody doesn't have their I get it. Some teams have young quarterbacks. It doesn't mean they have their guy like you still the 49ers are in this place where they're trying to figure out if it's Lance or if it's if it's Brock Purdy. Right. I would take Lamar Jackson over both. Matter of fact, you want you want Lance here. I'll trade you Lance and I'll give you a first rounder and a second, like whatever. I, I just don't understand these teams that said, nope, I'm we good on Lamar. We don't need to even inquire. Are you kidding me? Right. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm I'm calling the Ravens, like, yo, I'll give you Dak. And I like Dak. I like yeah. Dak. I'll give, give me you Lamar. Dak, give me Lamar, and we'll we'll work it out. Like we'll figure it, this thing out. The Cowboys would be a perfect team uh for, for a quarterback of his caliber, but I just I don't know, man. That's why I love Dude, the NBA because they, Miami, they they just make trades, bro. NBA they I, don't care. They they own I think it. Miami. I think Miami really is the best fit for them. But I thank God <laughs> that that's not an option at this point. <laughs> they gave Sue that fifth year option. Lamar gonna be locked down, so we don't have to worry about that. But but I really think Miami, either Miami or San Francisco, like I mentioned, oh, a second two ago, best were the fits. two best fits. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and I, I would throw the Jets up there as a close third. Just of what they have, you know, uh, at running back, and, and they, they kind of they ran a similar offense last year to the Dolphins and to uh, the Forty ers You know, they're gonna have a little change of philosophy, but I, I, I think you know Lamar Jackson is the guy that you could put in any offense; and he's gonna thrive. He's just good. So it's it's just stupid. I'm loving the comment section of Dato Man. They and they're going they going back and forth about. Um, on one hand, Ron thinks that. Some of the comments are being negative about looking at the Bills. He thinks that they're still a Super Bowl caliber team, and we need to to acknowledge that. When on the other hand, you have um, Daryl saying like, "Well, rose-colored glasses positivity is getting old as well." Like, so I could see both sides. For me, um, and I think if anybody who listens to the Code of Conduct or who listens to the Chop Up or who listens to Hump Day Hotline during the season or whatever shows that I'm doing. Everybody, I think everybody knows how positive of a person I try to be when it comes to the bills. Like I'm, I try to be happy all the time. I try to celebrate the wins. And then I try to figure out victories and the losses. Like that's, that's me, but it just gets old to do the same content every single year. Like it gets old. And, and by saying that we have the same roster, we have the same, you know what I mean? Like we have the same issues that we have every single year is the issue. The same conversations about what we need in the draft. The same conversations about, well, no, we don't draft running backs in the first round. Oh, call them an offensive weapon. Okay, we draft an offensive weapon in the first <laughs> round. Like, we have the same conversations, and it just gets to the, it gets, it gets old. It gets to the point where it's like, okay, really, what are the Buffalo Bills? What is Brandon Bean? What is Sean McDermott going to do that's going to allow us to take the next step forward to really compete? Not just – win in week five against the chiefs in in kansas city not just you know compete with the teams when we play during the season when it comes down to it in the playoffs what what is this team doing right now that's going to say all right come january next year we won't be we won't be going home upset come february right you know what i mean like this thing happened perfectly for me man like it was it was right down the block in glendale like I could see all the Super Bowl festivities from my house. I'm out here. I'm out here bitter as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like this is supposed to be our <laughs> year. I'm bitter. No, man. 
No. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it's it's returning out the same, the, the same, the same, the same. And uh, when you, again, going back to when you see other teams kind of load up and 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 put themselves in positions to take that next step, we're not. I don't feel like we're doing it, you know. And it's it's the process. We can be optimistic, but we're also going to be realistic too. Like some other teams are better than you, and there's a reason why. Look, I don't care about regular season success anymore like give me a team that's you're afraid of in the playoffs give me a defense that is going to shut down some of the best offenses in the league give me an offense that can go toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes in a shootout with the weapons necessary to make those things happen and if you don't have that as we're seeing I don't care about a middle linebacker I don't care about a defensive end I'm sorry give me a tight end Give me a wide receiver. If it's a running back that's going to change the meter, give me another running back. Like, I'm I'm tired of this. Like, having to, to – I don't understand. Like, we as fans, we look at Josh Allen, and it's like Josh Allen has to do this, 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 and this every week. I'm tired of that, man. Like, get where he can hand the ball off to James Cook or whoever, running back X, or we can look at a, num- a real number two wide receiver and make – and put Gabe Davis at his, you know, number four – number three, number four – slotted role like we need weaponry like you have a ferrari as a quarterback you need to give him all the things that he needs and over abundance like it's this this is not hard i'd rather have a hole at middle linebacker if that means sacrificing to get something on offense that's going to help josh allen right i'm i'm with you i'm with you and and this is my what john says here he says i'm really concerned mcbean get as close but end up getting fired because we can't close the deal. Example, Bengals. I don't know if I want to use the Bengals as the example, mm-hmm. um, but this has been a take that I've had or very similar. I feel like, you know, again, I'm a basketball fan, so I'm not sure how many people are are really familiar with the Golden State Warrior situation when um, before Steve Kerr was the head coach. Um, they had a head coach who drafted Steph Curry. He drafted Draymond Green. He drafted, you know, like he, he drafted the team that we look at now as a dynasty and they just couldn't make it past like the second round of the playoffs. Right. They just couldn't do it. Right. So then you, you let Mark Jackson go hall of fame, NBA player, great point guard, great basketball mind. You let him go, you bring in Steve Kerr. And then all of a sudden Steve Kerr, what are you, five, four championships? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, at, at some point, um, I think maybe we do have to look at this team or, or at this front office as maybe like good, good blueprint. I don't even know what the correct term is for it, but like blueprint designers as opposed to the architects. We need somebody who can actually take these players and these great pieces that they put together and get us over the hump. Do I believe McDermott can do? I do. I think a lot of great coaches in the NFL, like we have to remember, this is McDermott's first head coaching job. You know, it might not seem like it, it might not feel like it, but a lot of good coaches, Andy Reid, right. don't win their Super Bowl, right. even with Terrell Owens, you know, with a broken leg catching 140 plus yards in the Super Bowl. You still don't do it. It's, it's tough to win, but man, at some point, something has to give, bro. Something has to give. Yeah. And I don't think the Bills are in a position to where they move off from Sean McDermott. And I'm not saying they need to, but you make a good point. Like, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, I used to be in the, in the camp in the mindset of, well, what are we going to get that's better? And teams figure it out, right? Good organizations, they figure it out, right? You fire Mark Jackson, 
you know, we, we thought he was the creator of the Splash Brothers and, and the architect of that team, but they needed Steve Kerr, right? The Bulls went mm-hmm. out and, and they got, you know, their Hall of Fame coach, Phil Jackson. When they, when they had Michael Jordan, they said, you know, we need to get Phil Jackson. I think, I think he's the missing piece, yeah. right? The Chiefs went and got Andy Reid because we're going to draft this young quarterback. You know, at some point, you know, we're going to see what you can do with Alex Smith, but we're going to go get this young quarterback. What can you do with him? And, and here we go. The, the Cowboys did it. I mean, so if you look in, in the Cowboys in the ah. 90s, did it. so if you look back, I mean, teams have been doing these kind of monumental moves, you know, but again, right, you got you to gotta be bold. And you can't, you know, be this team. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, they got us out of the drought. Like we can't be thinking like that anymore. Well, we need, yeah. we need a linebacker. We need all these these assets on defense. So, so we're just not gonna, you know, draft good offensive players because we need stuff on defense. And I'm tired of it. And I've and I've been a good, I've been a big supporter of Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. Where, like for instance, right after the season, you know, you have the just a slew of people saying, oh. McDermott needs to be fired (laughs) like straight out and I'm like no we don't have a coaching problem I don't think we have a bad coach I just think Mm -hmm. we don't have the coach at this point it's a different conversation right when you're saying when you're saying he needs to be fired because he's not performing well that's different than saying we got a really good situation but it's just not enough for what we want that's two different things like Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have given us everything that we haven't had as an organization for almost two decades. So we don't have a bad situation, but when you're talking about Super Bowls, you're talking about, you want to win a Super Bowl. Is it going to be where we have to be patient and maybe McDermott grows into that? So we need a couple of years, or is it going to be one of those things where it's like, like we just talked about, okay, well let's go ahead and, and give, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really just spit, but like throwing names. I, I don't really mean this. Let's call Wade Phillips back, you know, and give Wade Phillips the opportunity with a roster of this caliber. I don't really want to bring Wade Phillips back. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that what it's going to take? Do you need a, another uh, caliber of coach or, or I don't know. I don't know, but I tell you, I'm, I'm at this point where I feel like the bills have been on, we've been on the rise and for some reason, like after this last playoff loss, it just feels like I don't I don't want to jump the gun and say that we're on a decline because right. I don't think that it was one game. And it just so happened that our worst game came in the last game of the year. Right. So I, I don't I don't think that we're on a decline. But you also have to be honest, just as much as I, I'm passionate about who I love and how I want them on the team. We got to be honest with at the fact that Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are close to retirement. We got to be honest that you know, Trey White didn't look, he came off an ACL injury, but he didn't look like Trey White. You know what I mean? We got to be honest and say that we gave an aging Von Miller a huge contract and then he tore his ACL. Now, if all those guys were healthy and all those guys look good this year, great. And it's going to work out if they're all healthy. But we also know the older you get, the harder it is to stay healthy. So, I mean, I slept with, I slept with a dog on a, I had a, a weighted blanket on, needed to cuddle, had a weighted blanket, and I threw my damn back out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get older, and it's just tough to stay healthy, bro. Like, it, it, Wait a second. <laughs> my man said, I had a weighted blanket. Bruh, I had a weighted blanket. <laughs> and threw my back out? Like, 15 hold pounds, up, bro. bro. How, 15 pounds. How, how are you – how you throw your back out with a weighted blanket on you, dog? 
My you trying, I don't you're, even trying know. To, you're trying to get up quick or what? No, I think I was asleep and I think I turned or something. Like I was too <laughs> relaxed. <laughs> and I think I turned the wrong way in my sleep and that just did it. That just did it for me. So you but, a, but <laughs> you had a small toddler. <laughs> hey, hey. That man say he threw his back out I on threw a way to back blanket. out, man. Boy, tell tell me you're approaching forty without telling me you're approaching Fam. forty. And it's almost there, man. It's almost there, but had a muscle relaxers on deck. <laughs> boys on deck. Hey, so you know what I was laughing about the other day, man? When we were, uh, it was a couple years ago. We were for the uh, season opener, and uh, <laughs> you made fun of me because I got out the car and I was wincing because my <laughs> knees are bad. <laughs> And see, it's funny, and we laughing about that, but, yeah. but you got to realize, like, now some of the guys that we're paying big bucks to, right? like, this is... Now, granted, they're professional athletes, so they're in much better shape. <laughs> much better shape than <laughs> us. But I don't care how, how good of shape you feel like you're in. At some point, like, old bodies just be old bodies, man. I'm telling you. Like, I never thought I was going to throw my back out from sleeping with a, a weighted <laughs> blanket, my G. Like, what? 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 <laughs> Oh man, you, 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 I'm falling and I can't get up. You be hitting that button. <laughs> um, so I got a question for you. So let's get it. What trait? So we're in the in in grand scheme of NFL coaches. Like when we get into the playoffs, like I I can look at the Rams and say, okay, Sean McVay is one of the best play callers and play designers. I can look at Andy Reid and say the same thing. I can look at Bill Belichick. He's one of the best in-game managers and defensive minds the game has ever had. Mm-hmm. I look at the Bills, and I can't say that about anyone on the coaching staff that gives us a, a positive or, or an advantage in a game. That's my problem with the coaching staff. I just don't see it. Well, I, I would challenge you and say, because I, I do think defensively, I think Sean McDermott is that. I just don't think he called the plays. So I think this year I'm looking forward to seeing what the defense looks like with Sean McDermott being the main play caller or, you know, just, just because like if you do, if you go back and you look at those, you look at those Panther defenses that he, that he was the defensive coordinator to, it was definitely a more aggressive defense. It was definitely, um, I think if you have a defense that's a bit more aggressive, like what he led with the type of offense that we have, I think it could be a dangerous combination. I just need to see it. Right. But, you know, he had some 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 really good personnel, Luke Keekley and that defensive line with Kwan Short were still in his prime. Like they had some really good pieces on that squad. So I, w- I want to see this is the year for him to prove to us like what that that defensive background, that defensive mindset Show me how that's going to win games that matter. Again, not like you said, not games against week five and week six against the Chiefs and Arrowhead, but in the divisional round against the Bengals. Show me why, you know, we have a chess piece, right, that's on the sideline that's going to get us a win when when they take away Josh Allen or they stop Stephon Diggs or we can't get a running game going. Like, we need somebody as in the coaching staff to be like, they're going to be the catalyst to propel the Bills to, to, to victory. And I, right now, I just don't see it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Now, just to, to, for, to play devil's advocate, like you were right with what you said about McDermott having Luke Keekly and he has, some, he has some pieces. I would argue with you, though, that they didn't have the secondary that the Bills have. So I think I think it was different strengths. I think on that sure. team you could look at, at like the front seven in a way. Like, you know, here I think the back end going back up towards the front until Vaughn gets healthy. I think we're stronger on the back end. So I think if if McDermott could could figure out some exotic blitzes or some things that can um, really utilize the guys that we do have on the defensive line in ways that can it, they don't have to become superstars, but just have guys that can make some plays here or there until Vaughn comes back. And then, you know, you let the guys on the back end, let Micah be Micah, let Jordan be Jordan, those guys together back there. And, and I think Trey is going to play better. So I think, I think having that type of, in a, especially in a league, that's a passing league, you know, it's different when McDermott was, was, yeah, know, it, was, it, was little, it was a little different. Uh, I'm just looking forward to it. It's going to be, it's going to be difficult. Like I think it's going, I think we're going to have growing pains this year as a fan base. Yeah, I do. I, I think that's realistic, man. Uh, that our front seven, uh, mm, they they gotta prove something. They really do because it's it's a sore spot. I mean, I bring that meme back out with the guy holding the same T-shirt. Like you bring back, I love Shaq Phillips or, or Shaq Lawson. I said it the other day, Shaq Phillips, because we also brought back Jordan Phillips. Yeah, but we we literally brought back basically every piece on that defensive line, and it's like I, I get it. Like a lot of these guys are first rounders, second rounders, but. What good is a first rounder if if they're not doing the thing that you drafted them to do? Right. Like when Vaughn got injured, man, I really need y'all to like it don't take over. my word for it. Don't take my word for it. Go and look at the stats. Go and look at the stats up until Thanksgiving. Look at how effective the Buffalo Bills defensive line was at getting to the quarterback. Right. And then look at the games, look at the same stats for after Thanksgiving up until we lost that game against the Bengals. Right, right, right. And you tell right. me that Von Miller's presence didn't – man, that dude, that dude Von Miller something different. He's special. Yeah. I don't care how old he is. The dude is special. And we over here relying on Carlos Basham and A.J. Epinesa to, to make a difference, relying on uh, Ed Oliver to make more splash plays. And it just it's just not happening, right? And, and, and that's the problem, man. You know, we – they tried. They tried to go get a couple defensive ends that was worth something. That's why they had to go sign Vaughn because the guys that they drafted didn't do nothing. So, mm-hmm. and then Vaughn gets hurt and he's 34 years old. Like, Father Time is undefeated. Now, I hope that he gracefully, you know, gets, you know, three more solid years out of him. But that that's not really realistic, to be honest. I mean, let's, let's, real, let's be keeping a buck here. That man, before he was talking about retiring. Before the before the season started, he was thinking one and done in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He came out and said that. So uh, now you have an ACL, and you're just not the same after an ACL, especially at 34. You just it's just it's just different, man. So they need they need help. They need help. Well, all right, and enough. That, enough. And that's why we that's why we feel like you know, we're not being positive. Is that's why because we see it like. Now, but then on the other hand, you could next week you could come on and watch Dakota Conduct or watch Chop Up, and I might have a rant where I talk about how great Josh Allen is and how people need to stop sleeping on the Bills like we're going to disappear. Both things can be true. You can have the positive outlook because you have the quarterback of the future. You have your franchise right. quarterback. 
but you also can say outside of my franchise quarterback and outside of my wide receiver one, there's just not much that scares me about the offense of the Buffalo Bill. Like you could be honest about that. Right. So, but enough, enough about the bills. Uh, before we get out, we got about 10 minutes left before we get out of here. I wanted to talk to you about, um, so direct TV apparently lost its exclusive rights hmm. to Sunday ticket. And now YouTube TV is offering it and people are all up in arms, man, because they thought it was supposed to be a little bit cheaper. And to me, it's like, I don't know why y'all thought the NFL was going to cut y'all any breaks, but I think it's like three forty nine. If if you don't have like, I don't know, it's expensive, but it's like, what do you what do you think about it not being um, exclusive anymore? Oh, I think that's great. I, I love that. Uh, you know, DirecTV was trash anyway, to be honest. Uh, I do like I think YouTube is way more accessible, but it is expensive. And so the NFL, like you said, the NFL ain't going to give us no breaks, but they want that bag. They want that bag. So if you want to watch the bills and you don't live in Buffalo, New York, you're going to have to pay. And and, and think about it. If you're going to the bar, you know, I drop I drop at least one hundred dollars on me every week at the bar. At least easy. And my son's there. That's Bro, another 50. The way we be tossing that crown back is, is at least 100. Yeah. At least 100. So, I mean, you know, you stay home three weeks and there you go. I mean, you're just going to have to pay. That's just the way it is, bro. Y'all should have saw me in the cruise, bro. I had I had crown and and what was it? Patron, all this crap that had me drinking, man. But it's, 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 <laughs> the cruise was like that. But to your point, you spend that much money every week. You go to the bar. Or even if I just, I feel like it's just an expensive. It's an expensive hobby anyway. Right. Just in general. So I, I just I don't see the point of complaining, man. I just it's like, look, it, this is what it is. If if you don't want to pay for it, you got them links. You know what I'm saying? I could <laughs> I could DM you some links, but you're gonna lag a bit. You're gonna be on Twitter and you're gonna be upset that somebody gonna tweet, oh, Josh Allen with a seven yard touchdown pass before you see it. Hey, I don't yeah. know to tell you. And I, I and when it comes to the bills, I can't I can't handle watching on lag or or fight miss the game because I'm flying or doing something like I can't, it's hard for me to just go and watch it after the outcome mm-hmm. is already, it, it's just different, man. So pay that three fifty or whatever it is and just be done. And Sarah says it's four forty nine If you don't have YouTube. Uh, pay, pay that four forty nine. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Because it's expensive. Well, I don't know. Cause I, I do know like, so season ticket holders for any team, they were giving you, um Sunday ticket with with that, like with your season ticket. I don't know if they're still gonna do that, but they did it for the last couple of years. So I don't see any reason why that would change. But but yeah, no, I I don't know. I, I just don't see I, I don't see the issue with it. I think that um at some point, probably within the next couple of years, I think it's gonna end up being not just YouTube, but Amazon Prime. They already got their Thursday night football thing going on. Right, right, right. Um, you know, I think. I think ESPN Plus is probably going to try to get some of the action. I think, you know, I just think that right now everything is going towards streaming and, you know, hey, get on with one or get out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, that's just the way everything is at this point. Yeah. I mean, they got many subscriptions, you know, a person has every month. I mean, they're, they're smart. They're going to get their money. I got, I got a subscription for everything. I thought you just was gonna say you got prescriptions. I was gonna say what you what you smoking on, bro? What you, <laughs> <laughs> what you smoking on, bro? <laughs> so, but look, let's go ahead and get ready to get up out of here. My man Twan didn't make it. He has big things going on, big things going on out in New Jersey this weekend. 
So, you know, I let him update us with all his business moves and everything he got going on. But why don't you go ahead and let everybody know what, what you got coming up and where they can find your content and your work? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I have an article. I should have an article coming out this weekend at buffalorumless.com. But you can find me on Intentional Groundings every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's where we get and we talk draft. I do a live mock. I go uh, in a little bit of depth on some of these prospects and some of uh, what I think Brandon Bean's philosophy should be entering this this draft. Okay, I'll be looking forward to that. Sarah says season ticket holders don't get it every year. They switch to NFL Plus subscription. I don't know how accurate that is because I had it this year and I had it last year and the year before. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. Either way, somebody's going to be paying a subscription. It don't even matter. Right, right. Sarah, my man, she, Sarah just, she likes to disagree pet, right? with me. Yeah, she pet. is. She's a teacher's yeah. pet, and she just likes to disagree with me. That's yeah, all it is. all the time, bro. All the time. And then she'll text me afterwards, oh, I just had to disagree. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't just have to disagree. You could have just let that ride. You know what I'm saying? You could have just let that ride. Shout out to my man, Matt. He says, crown and ginger. I, oh. I, I'll chase with the ginger. You know what I'm saying? I'll chase with the ginger if it's like that. But... We're going to get on out of here. It's your boy, Jay Spence, the King. Y'all know how to do it. Listen, if y'all have not subscribed, all the content, all the content, go subscribe on Spotify or go subscribe on Apple Music. You get all the podcasts. So on YouTube, we only got a couple. We got a, a handful of them that's coming, and we, we're going to try to ramp that up. We're going to try to get some more engagement on here. But you do not want to miss. Like, you do not want to miss all the content that we have going on on, on the the podcast side of things it's a it's a i'm telling you we, we coming with it this season so make sure y'all go and subscribe to buffalo rumblings and uh hey like i said y'all know how to do it over here it's your boy jay spencer king y'all love each other take care of each other live in peace and as always stay positive test negative go bills go bills mm-hmm.